Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret's just-arrived collection of swim and other sun-ready silhouettes. Pack your bags with new styles from the Very Sexy Collection, like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy push-up bra, in on-trend hues like green and citron and black shine. Rewind to the future with the VS Archives Swim Collection, inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. Plus, mix and match with their wide range of bikini tops and bottoms to find your dream suit. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... (laughs) Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, Look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. What kind of programs does this school have? How are the test scores? How many kids do a classroom? Homes.com knows these are all things you ask when you're home shopping as a parent. That's why each listing on Homes.com includes extensive reports on local schools, including photos, parent reviews, test scores, student-teacher ratio, school rankings, and more. The information is from multiple trusted sources and curated by Homes.com's dedicated in-house research team. It's also you can make the right decision for your family. Homes.com. We've done your homework. Welcome to You Down, a production of Shondaland Audio in partnership with iHeartRadio. Skating is a really easy way to connect to your city, to your town, to your neighborhood, to yourself. So if it's something that can seemingly almost be a mundane, anyone can do it thing, you can make those moments extremely powerful. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to You You Down. Down. A podcast where four funny honeys come together and talk about what's going down in the culture. <laughs> I'm Shakira Janae Pei. I'm Mamiya Aforo. I'm Ashley Holston. And I'm Yasmin Monet Watkins. But collectively, we are known as Obama's other daughters. And you know this man. You know this man. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. I don't okay, know where which face. club I just went to. <laughs> right now from Baltimore. Club music, okay. Well, speaking of the grooves that get us moving, this week we're asking: Are you down with roller skating? Since the pandemic, roller skating seems to have swiftly become one of the most popular hobbies. We've seen all those folks gliding and strolling and rolling across our Insta feeds and TikTok screens. But today, we also want to chat a little bit about the backstory behind roller skating and chat about the communities that helped bring us to this point. Today, we're delving into the world of skating and helping us navigate that convo is skate queen, Frances McGee, a.k.a. Abominatrix. Woo! But first... 
It's a new year, guys. 2021. As we're going into this new year of podcasting and fun, instead of love-hating, what are some affirmations and things that you want to call in for this new year? I feel like mine's pretty succinct. I want the seeds that I planted to blossom, to grow. I've spent a lot of time working, so I hope the work pays off. Here, here. I am all for a year of harvest, of justice, of a lot of fun, and that like for work that feels fun. Gigs that make my spirit sing and that move me closer to my purpose and make an impact and lots of roller skating. (laughs) Those are some things I want. Lots of love, lots of play. And I affirm we abolish the police. Woo! Mm -hmm. We did it, guys. 2021. (laughs) Just like that. (laughs) Uh, Really, the only thing I can think about is just like, setting this bus up for future just because it's it's gonna mean that I am financially just so much more free to do whatever it is that I want to do. I don't have to take a job that I don't feel passionate about. Mm. I won't have to be in a location that I don't like. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I want to have the strength and the patience to finish this very tedious job <laughs> where I'm learning a new skill every goddamn minute. Um, <laughs> and it is teaching me a lot of patience. And so I just, I affirm that I have more patience. I'm gaining more skill and I get to use um, all of the, the hard work that I'm doing to better my life and have financial freedom. Here, here. Yes. Okay, so let me talk about what I'm grateful for and I'm affirming for this year. I am affirming <laughs> peace of mind. Mm. I am affirming patience. That's just something I want to work on within myself. Abundance of love. You know, I low-key want to affirm this traveling thing again. Here, <laughs> um, here. <laughs> and then in work and these coins, I'm affirming that all of the work that we're getting close to or that I want to happen, happens. So, yes. And yes, I'm affirming peace on earth. <laughs> and goodwill <laughs> to all men. Yes. It sounded so grinchy, even as it was like very affirming. <laughs> as we start the new year, we are going to talk about roller skating. Woo! But before we roller skate off into the sunset, friends, let's take a quick break. Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret. Pack your bags with just-arrived swim, cover-ups, corset tops, and other sexy silhouettes. When the sun goes down, opt for bold and blingy styles, like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy Push-Up Bra from the Very Sexy Collection, in on-trend hues like Black Shine, Green, and Citron. For a glam statement, pair them with your favorite jeans and bring the heat. Because life is better in a bikini. Rewind to the future with the VS Archive Swim Collection, inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. For endless out-of-office options, mix and match with Victoria's Secret's wide range of bikini tops and bottoms that offer you every type of coverage, from full to cheeky to minimal. 
And now in this season's must-have shades and patterns, add the finishing touch with the limited edition Bombshell Escape fragrance, a free-spirited take on the iconic Victoria's Secret scent. Dive into a vibrant blend of juicy guava, lush palms, and summer glow peony. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. <sighs> Don't forget to pack the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies for a post-errands pick-me-up. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Welcome back, y'all. Let's get into our main topic this week, roller skating. So near and dear to my heart. Joining us today is Frances McGee, a.k.a. Abominatrix, y'all. She Hello. is NorCal. Oh, hold on, girl. We're going we gonna to give you a little credit. We're going to hype you a little <laughs> we're gonna bit. We're going to hype you up first. <laughs> NorCal, born and raised by way of Oahu, Frances is a powerhouse roller skater and skate instructor. She got her start doing roller derby in Hawaii, where she ran her own skate shop and then skated for five years with the Bay Area Derby League. Named one of Elle Magazine's eight black roller skaters you should already be following on Instagram. I concur. She is the founder of Rise and Skate, a co-founder of Sister Skates, and the newest member of Black Lives Matter Los Angeles. <laughs> she builds events for black and brown skaters to come together and empowers women to get involved in political organizing through roller skating. Be sure to check out her directorial debut for Escape Visual. She co-directed with Yaz that came out on November 11th. Welcome, A-Bomb. Hey! Thank you! <laughs> Thank you so much. We're so happy to have you. How wild. Uh, really, tr- truly how wild, an aside really quickly, I learned how to roller skate through watching Planet Roller Skate and seeing the Moxie Roller Skate Girls. So I saw you on YouTube long before I ever ran into that Moxie Roller Skate shop. And I like remember walking in and being like, oh, that's one of the Moxie Girls. That's A-bomb. <laughs> um, so this really is so wild. Oh, that's crazy. It's funny that you came in because I saw you guys on the internet before you came into the store, which mm. low-key was, like, tripping me out <laughs> because <laughs> I have a specific memory of my husband being like, 
dude, okay, before you do anything today, you got to watch this group. Obama's other daughters are on the internet. It's so funny. you got to watch it. <laughs> and I did, and I was like, this is hilarious. And I sent it to my parents, and they were like, this is hilarious. We're going to send it to our grandma, who has Alzheimer's, so I don't know how, grandma. like, yeah, how she, like, absorbed it or not, but, like, it was, like, a chain, like, show it, show it, show it, show it. And then you guys walked in, and I was like, be cool. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, the same thing on the other side. <laughs> <laughs> These are professional skaters. We need to be cool. <laughs> so, Abom, tell us, how long have you been skating and what got you into it? Well, I always wanted to roller skate. I just sucked at it. You know, tried as a kid and I like had the banana peel feet situation. I couldn't stay up. I was falling constantly. I was a mess, you guys. I couldn't do it. I feel like you were like at the skate rink holding the wall, like <laughs> like one of those people. And then or when they like um, slow skaters to the center of the circle. <laughs> right. Like you can spread your arms as far right. out as you And all need. they do is like this fall and catch themselves <laughs> the whole time in the center of the circle. Yeah. I couldn't even imagine having to get past the wall. I kind of wrote it off, you know, like not a thing. And in my early 20s, my health was like in a severe place I have epilepsy so my epilepsy was like not doing too great it was just like a lot of seizures on a pretty frequent basis trying to get my nutrition in line in a way to like help that mm -hmm. and it was just challenging work was tough my relationship at the time was tough and I just wanted something that was like more my time mm. to find that kid again that brave child that went out onto the rink, even though, like, probably should have never been there, <laughs> but was, like, so bold. Like, I want to jam skate in the center. I don't care. I'm going to fall yes. a million times. Eventually, it'll happen. You know, and I really had distanced myself from that person. And when everything was not going the way I wanted it to or what I had envisioned for myself at that point in my life, but your early 20s is a fantasy, I think. <laughs> that part. You know? I know. Well. <laughs> and I just was like, why don't I have all the things that I want? Why does my health suck? And why is this relationship not giving me what I need? That vision of this powerful person that I wanted as a kid just wasn't happening. And I just oh, couldn't figure out why. I get a little teary-eyed even just thinking about that time period. And I just decided... What if I did something wild, like skate? Ugh. Like, what if I just, like, went out here in Hawaii? There's, by the way, no one skates. There's no store. There wasn't a store you could go buy a pair of skates at. There's Whoa. no roller rink out there. Which is weird, because on Rocket Power, surfing and skating were, <laughs> you know, hand in hand. Everyone did both. Right. But not in Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> the famous documentary, Rocket Power. Rocket Power. <laughs> I happened to find skates at a thrift store. Way too big for me. Stuffed socks in there. Classic style. Went out and like I was constantly being reinforced that it was a ridiculous thing I was doing. But I didn't care. I was like, forget it. I feel ridiculous not doing this. Mm. I feel stressed out not living in a way that's bringing me joy. So I'm going to go figure this out. And I would go out and mess around in a parking lot at night by myself. Those are the best. Falling. Yeah, no one can see you. <laughs> <laughs> no one can hear you cry. You're just alone in the dark. And did that for a while until I was like, okay, I can stand up. 
but now what? And then I had to Google some stuff and there wasn't anything on the internet at that time, 12 years ago. I mean, I've been skating for 12 years. I started in about 2008 in Hawaii. Couldn't find anything. There were no classes. There were no rinks. There are actually laws against skating in public in Hawaii. What? And like you could get a ticket. Why? Yeah. Wait, Um, where do you skate if there's no rink? I was in a parking lot, like horrible parking lots. You couldn't skate on the street. The streets are the worst streets in the United States. (laughs) There's a ranking. pretty accurate. Is that (laughs) why they don't let you skate? Like, what's the reason behind the law? Is it like Footloose where you just can't dance? (laughs) Exactly. It's kind of like Footloose. I like to imagine that in the 90s, and none of this is accurate or proven, but this is my imagination of why this is happening. (laughs) Okay, give us all. So like in the 90s, there were a lot of tourists coming in and maybe there was a lot of cocaine. Mm. And there were too many bathing suits, too many thongs out, men and women. Everybody's butts were out. Everybody (laughs) was skating. Everybody was falling down, getting road rash on their butts. And they just couldn't handle it anymore. That all these tourists were coming in, falling down, scraping their asses, asking for money. And they were like, that's it. These cocaine tourists, booties out. We're going to just like stop it now. No rollerblades, no roller skates. It's easy. That makes a lot of sense to me. I don't know about you guys, but I mean, <laughs> yeah, fully. scraping that booty yes. on, uh, out here trying to skate, I'm out. I'm done. Whenever I see someone skating in a bikini or in a bathing suit, I'm like, girl, you are so confident and brave right? in yourself. Not in like just wearing a bikini, but in skating in one. Because right? girl, that, uh, that's... Because if you right? fall, it's hurt. full body. I mean, that's how I feel about people who drive motorcycles and just be like shirtless or something. I'm like, oh, you real, bo. You you trust yourself more than I trust myself with anything. <laughs> well, and then the funny thing, too, like Hawaii, you can ride a motorcycle without a helmet. But if you wear sunglasses, it's OK. What? <laughs> what? So like, you know, you hear those rules and you're like, I'm going to break these. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, how did you get your name? Abominatrix. So like when I first started, a derby was the thing that uh, was happening, was coming up. It was like the underground thing. Can you describe derby? Roller derby is this alternative sport on roller skates that is played like five on five and it's offense and defense at the same time. So it happens on a flat track. So if you think NASCAR, like the originating of roller derby was more like NASCAR where everyone lines up and it's teams and whoever like remains out the longest is like the victor. And then over time it adapted to this like offense defense thing where there's like four blockers from each team all lined up, right? And then two jammers that are lined up behind them and they have to fight through kind of like rugby style through the pack. And the first one to break out is awarded this thing called lead jammer. So you can end it at any time. But ultimately, these jams go on for two minute intervals. And however many points is determined by how many hips you pass of the opposite team. So obviously, there's a lot of hitting and knocking people out of bounds, working together to keep that jammer back. Oh, crazy ass sport on wheels. I'm like trying to imagine. So you have to pick your own name. That took a while. Too long of a period of time where I wore two name tags to practice. Like, 
what name do you guys think I should <laughs> have? And this was a good lesson for me to learn in putting too much value in the opinion of other people. Because mm-hmm. they all told me this name that I deep down inside didn't really like. And then the other name was Abominatrix. And people would be like, that name does not suit you. You should go with this other what? name. So you. And I was like, mm, I'm going to go by Abominatrix. Yes. And... You know, that was picking it, but nerd level, it's from a comic book. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. I love the idea of like, sometimes I will have two choices and I don't know which one I want. And I'll ask somebody else for their opinion just so that a choice can be made. And then I'll know, oh, no, that's not the one. (laughs) That's not the choice I wanted. You picked the wrong one. Yeah. But it does help you to decide, oh, that's not really what I wanted. It's a litmus test almost. Mm -hmm. So can you speak a little bit about uh, the roots and evolution of roller skating in your family? Word on the street is that you got some deep skating ties. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so like I started doing roller derby totally unaware of the history in my family with roller skating. Like I just had no idea. So it first came out with like my Uncle Steven you know, revealing to me that he was a bouncer for roller derby in Kansas. (laughs) And he was like, it was pretty sweet. It was a good time. Free beer, fights, ladies. It was the time. And so like this resurgence roller derby that I was doing, he would refer to as cute. That's cute. That's some, that's nice. (laughs) Oh, all right. That's, you guys doing it? But back in my day, you know, where are the punches? Like, who's the heavy? Like, it harkens back to this, wrestling era Mm. roller derby and wrestling were the same circuit back in the day but anyways he was a bouncer for that and kind of educated me on like girl you don't even know what the history of this is so that was cool and then I also found out from my great uncle Bob he married his competitive dance partner (gasps) which I had no idea they had that history of being competitive skate dancers together And he was living on Kauai and he saw me skating in like, you know, a small little scrimmage and he lost his mind. Like he was on the top bleacher. We're in Kauai, bunch of local people just drinking beer, watching women just smash each other. (laughs) And he's on the top row being like, that's my baby. Woo!" (laughs) You know, so I like busted this spin move to get out of something. And he was like, that's genetic. I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, girl, you don't know. Our family are gifted in movement. Like we are champions. They were involved in this pretty intense circuit back in Kansas skating together. And my grandmother had another partner and she was doing that too. I thought I was being unique. I thought I was being like a rebel. And they were like, that's nice. Look at you coming into it. Wait till you unleash those movements that are truly rooted within you. You know, and they just patiently waited for me to come to skate dancing. And that was also really sweet of them to not push, but like wait for it. Hmm. I can imagine you speaking about your grandmother being a part of the community to your uncles like 
we know that it's a microcosm of the world, like skating, that world. And there's so many great documentaries like United Skates, which we all watched on HBO, which credits America's roller rinks as an incubator for East Coast hip hop and West Coast rap. I thought that was so cool and important to know. It was huge. It was so important. Mm -hmm. And that's what sucks that all of these places are getting shut down and people are getting pushed out. Um, So, like, in what ways have you seen that Black people are being disenfranchised in the sport of skating as a whole? Oh, gosh. A lot of the examples that we saw in United Skates with taking kind of control over certain nights of the Mm -hmm. week Mm -hmm. and what people are wearing and in terms of apparel, but also in terms of like the equipment, the skates. And not only that, but the movement and style of the skating, whether they're by themselves or with more people in terms like partners, Mm -hmm. triples, trains, all of that, they start to regulate that. And by they, I mean... Roller rinks. Not every roller rink is like this, but to be honest, in my area where I'm from in Northern California, about three out of the four rinks all do these things. And I've seen it. I've witnessed it. I've seen like this white kid, this teenage boy doing flips on his skates in front of people and like kind of throwing people off. Like, if you were roller skating and someone did a flip in front of you and, like, missed their landing a bit and, like, fell in Mm -hmm. front of you, that's a little jarring. A little. But, Mm -hmm. yeah, it's kind of a safety thing. But while I'm at that rink, I have earbuds in. And I was asked, I was physically, like, grabbed and asked to leave. Like, they were guiding me, trying to, like, bounce me from the rink for wearing headphones. What? Oh, wow. Meanwhile, this kid is like flipping and flopping all over the floor. (laughs) And I'm like, hey, but what about that kid who's like clearly causing a safety thing? Like, this is a safety thing. And I've done nothing to, you know, upset anything except for the DJ being offended that I don't want to listen to ABBA Mm -hmm. (laughs) for the third time. Yeah. That's one way that it happens. Another thing that I heard that I actually experienced, again, like talking about that NorCal where I'm from and the rinks that are there, I've always been teaching. I've always been trying to create spaces for folks to come learn and skate in an alternative way. Um, Which you do so well. Like, for those (laughs) at home, Abum has taught me so many skills. Like, I'm over here starting to turn and shit and feel more confident on my wheels. Yeah, confidence. You know, I want to share confidence and share what I've learned. And there's a lot of, like, tricks and things that people can benefit from and having a space to do that. But I've been turned away from rings specifically because they're afraid of who would show up to the classes that I'm doing. And the discrimination was not only about race and the code word between all of these rinks that I had gone to is called particular demographic Oh, is what they refer to it as. And when I would press and ask more, because I'm light skinned and people like will say stuff to me because they're like, she's white. I can say (laughs) whatever. And they would disclose that it was specifically black people (gasps) and specifically poor people. So 
It's not just relegating people to specific soul nights, black nights, aka adult nights. They've been renamed since Jim Crow over and over and over and over again to isolate and keep a particular demographic at a low manageable number during a, a time of the week that is oftentimes or what was seen at one point in time as like a slow night. Wow. Mm-hmm. I, right? Yeah. I feel like I'm a little privileged in the fact that I'm from Baltimore. So the demographic is majority black. So it would be not beneficial at all for the skate rings to push <laughs> us out. So like me growing up and going to Putty Hill as a kid, I saw a lot of people who looked like me, but it was also a blend. And it's just because of the city I'm in. But like here in this, I'm thinking of in California, it's not always those numbers. And that sucks because it was always just a fun, good time that uh, should be enjoyed by all of us. I feel similarly to uh, skating as I feel like to improv. Like Mm -hmm. two things that have brought me (laughs) so much joy that I feel like when I tell Black folks that I do, they're like, hmm? (laughs) What? What's improv? I know. Roller skating, huh? (laughs) But Black people should have access to these things. Yeah. And speaking of access, we know that you're involved in several skate spaces in Los Angeles from Rise and Skate to Sister Skaters. Can you talk a little bit about what it's like creating safe space for Black women skaters in L.A., why that's important to you, and what prompted you to create them? So creating safe spaces for Black people in general, not just, you know, women, but I identify with that femme energy, so I welcome it so (laughs) much. I get really excited because we tend to feel sometimes vulnerable or isolated or so many things yeah. like that I just experienced when I first started skating, all of those feelings of like feeling embarrassed, feeling ashamed, mm-hmm. feeling vulnerable, scared, but really wanting to explore something but not be alone. I just wanted mm. people not to feel alone. And I created them probably because I was feeling alone and feeling like I needed something. And maybe if I threw out a beacon of light, like other people would kind of gravitate towards it. Mm -hmm. If you build it, they will come. Yeah. (laughs) Build up dreams. (laughs) Totally. Rise and Skate came out of complete frustration. Like just full-blown needing to channel like anger, needing to channel movement, needing to like find peace with within such a lack of control. And so the point of that was simply just to move through the streets together and try to observe where our community was currently standing. Uh, Rise and Skate started at the beginning of COVID. Mm. So it was just a way to get out and move and witness what was happening in your city during what I felt was the safest time of day to do that, which was in the morning. Yeah. Because as the day would go on, you would notice things like National Guard forming, Ah. police barricading and trying to control the flow of traffic and stuff like that. But if you were up early before these movements were starting to exercise and mobilize, you could get the lay of the land a little bit better, but also check into your shopkeep and remind them like you're still here and you're happy that they're here and to like, you know, mm-hmm. stay with it. And then Sister Skate was about creating 
an opportunity for coalition and action in trying to bring some harmony to a dysfunctional time. And that, I think, was naturally developed out of that frustration and anger and needing to just be out and see it. It's like, okay, what else can we do? How do we give back? There's a lot, I think, that can come from just being out and physically experiencing your city. And in what ways have you used roller skating in service of Black liberation and the skate actions you created with BLM Long Beach? Could you speak on that? Skating is a really easy way to connect to your city, to your town, to your neighborhood, to yourself. So if it's something that can seemingly almost be a mundane, anyone can do it thing, you can make those moments extremely powerful because it's part of somebody's natural part of their day. So if you can make just getting on your skates, something that could be just as simple as going around your neighborhood and you invoke the idea of community and power into that, it becomes a vessel to really do something different. And I think one of the biggest examples of that was Juneteenth in Mm. downtown LA, where we got together on our skates or anyone who was willing to roll in whatever way People identified that as. All wheels welcome. (laughs) Yeah, people were jogging it and running it and biking it and skating it in all kinds of ways. But something about that, like, come be a part of this, move with me through here, but first listen to why it is that we're here and why we should care so much about this. And I just challenge you to go out and invoke some real change. Like as much energy as you brought to coming here and putting on your skates, which can be a huge challenge for people. And it sounds kind of wild if you don't skate, you might not necessarily understand what that feels like. But then I dare you to go try to skate and you're going to feel it for like lacing up your skates. Like, what am I doing? Why am I doing this? Mm -hmm. What is this for? That whole talk in your head can have an aim in a direction beyond your skating. Because the feeling that you get when you skate follows you for the rest of the day. It's true. Those endorphins, all of that stuff fires and remains with you. It has healthy benefits. And so if you're taking that energy and manifesting an attitude towards action, what can you do with that? You know? Mm -hmm. And I experimented with this really long time ago, 12 years ago, when I was learning how to skate, I went out and during that particular time, it was the civil unions bill in Honolulu, Hawaii was like up for a vote. Mm. Mm. And I remember being like, I don't have appropriate shoes to march in, but I do have these skates and I have been learning how to stop and I feel pretty good about stopping right now. Which is important. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And I was like, what else can I do? Now that I've learned how to stop, I could do anything. So I thought, I'll go down to the state capitol and join all these people who are picketing and marching and have something to say about this and want to feel represented. So I went down there on my skates and it was like rejuvenating to the people that were there. They were like excited that I was on skates and made them feel good. I felt good. I got to do more laps around 
the Capitol. I skated into the Capitol. I skated into representatives' offices. I was like... (laughs) Skating in places where you're really not supposed to is really one of my favorites. Just like... (laughs) Yeah. I'm not supposed to be skating in this building. I want to skate a mall so bad. I'm sorry to cut you off. I just heard smooth surfaces in my head and was like, I need to do that. Call me for that. But that was the beginning of realizing like, oh, this is possible. I was the only one doing it. Mm -hmm. And then... When we're in this position where we are right now, just historically looking at everything, like reflecting on my grandmother, my uncle, my great uncle, all of these people in my family who have passed on, but also relatives that I'm building relationships now with cousins and their children and continually discovering that we all still have this skating as a part of what we do to cope, what we do to create, what we do to give back and fill our own cup back up, Mm. it has a ripple effect. And people who skate out in the street, if you keep your eyes up and you look out and you make eye contact with people, it's a whole other world. People receive you in a different way. And in a lot of ways, it's usually always an unexpected connection that people have. And that levels a lot of bullshit out. There's a lot of shit to the side. And when you're skating out in the street, you you take away those restrictive hangovers of Jim Crow, is what I'm going to call some of these rules. <laughs> we move those things aside and they're no longer have power mm. within that space. And another thing has room to grow. And I just want to see that through. I want to see where that goes. Yes. I want to know what else is possible. And again, the seed was planted 12 years ago. So it's still budding at this point. I think it's starting to see the light. And it's so cool to see you in that light, Abom. I just remember, like, Ashley said, meeting you at the shop, but then seeing you flourish out in the world in the way that you're just, like, really intentional about using this sport as, like, a means of pushing back and just, like, sort of sneaking in the message about Black liberation. Like, it's so, so cool. It's a cool space, man. I feel like street skating is one of my favorite forms. You know, the rink is cool. It's nice and smooth, but it can be crowded. You already mentioned the music can sometimes be trash. Can you talk about some of the difference between rink, street, and I know some people go to the actual skate parks? There's a ton of skating out there. Yeah, you can park skate, which has become really popular within the last, I'd say, 10 years or so. It's a beautiful place to be, but that's also its own thing. and. Street skating can be a multitude of things. It can be a complete combination of what you learn in the rink, how that translates out to whatever surface you happen to be on outside. But street skating and actually just moving through the street is a hybrid blend of so many different things because there's just a ton of variables when you're skating outside. But for me, I like to blend kind of like an aggressive street skating style where I'm using slide blocks and finding ledges or jumping up onto curbs and exploring the space more. But I can also cruise for hours and hours and hours. And that feels really beautiful and serene and calm and soothing, meditative, but also like just dancing up the street and kind of creating like this modern street skating style is like my favorite. 
I highly recommend going to A-Bomb's YouTube and just like falling into the mesmerizing skate visuals that she's got. She's trying to describe it for you guys, but go check it out. Yeah. Have you guys watched Sesame Street back in the day? Classic 80s Sesame Street. And there was like a tap dancer who used to come on. Savion Glover? Yes. Yes. My true inspiration right there. Ooh. Uh, I can see the connection as soon as you said that. Yeah, that is my happy place that I go to, like within myself and just like dancing down a street. You know, I don't have Big Bird or anything (laughs) like that, but making any space that you're within its own magical ecosystem is like my, my goal. And if you're just traveling in one little bubble of one, just going up the strand or along the beach, like more power to you or through your neighborhood. Awesome. But to fully emote on your skates, that's my absolute goal. Mm. Um, Abum, what advice do you have for new skaters just getting into the sport? I was in the roller rink in elementary school, but I haven't tapped back into it as an adult. So any inspo? Yeah. So new and returning skaters. I would say breathing (laughs) is like number one. We tend Mm. to hold our breath, right? Like when you put on skates, the first sensation you're going to have when you're new is very natural. And it's like a fight or flight moment Mm -hmm. where you put them on. Yeah. For the first time, you know, you could have (laughs) this urge to kind of want to walk or run away from the situation that you're in. But because you have wheels on, you have to uh, kind of soften into it and ground down through those four to eight points on the ground, you know, through your feet. So I think that breathing and absorbing back down into the ground is something that you'll have to expect and just come to terms with that that's a beautiful place to be, even if you're just standing in your skates for three minutes at a time (laughs) in place, that is fine. Accept it. Let it be. I love that. Thank you. And maybe wear some safety gear because you're going to (laughs) fall. No, no thongs. No, no, maybe. No, maybe. Some of us need hard nudges. The reason why we went into Abom's shop in the first place was because Ashy had warned me, don't go to the skate park without a helmet, Yasmin. And I was like, whatever, Ashley, I can do this. And I was like going all around and I hit my head and got a concussion. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get a concussion? Was that confirmed? The doctor yes. said it was maybe a yeah, concussion. Yeah. It was confirmed. <laughs> He said it might be a slight concussion. He said maybe possibly slightly. Yeah, very slightly. slightly. Wow. It did show up on that scan of that brain. So it wasn't wow. that The <laughs> point is, I was like, I need a helmet. Ashley was right. And uh-huh. A-Bomb, it, you came into our lives. But the helmet game for, for black girls, though. <laughs> it's so rough trying to put it on top of your fro. Mm-hmm. There's some tricks and tips. And I was like, let me help you. <laughs> you did you were like here's here's the one for if you have braids in i was like oh my god this is some real customer <laughs> service here <sighs> oh my goodness last cue what's your favorite skate movie or song to skate to Ew. Oh, Ooh. Dang. Not, oh hey, my hey, god hey what you got today <laughs> Hollywood, Hollywood. i mean that's a good one 
there's no way around that. Your shoulders go with that. Your hips start going and then you're off. You're skating. There's no stopping yeah. it there. But for <laughs> me, personally, I tend to skate to music that almost feels like the diary of my soul. Mm. And a lot of like when people are skating with me or what you see on the internet is usually not the songs that I'm actually skating okay. to. Oh. Because I am not a rich girl. I can't be paying all these artists <laughs> for their music. <laughs> not yet. Yeah. Ooh, universe. <laughs> but there's a lot of music out there that I just like connect to so deeply that it, it's hard to even pick one. I, I hate to That's okay. say that. I wish I could pick one thing. Uh, song 33, though, <gasps> the one that we directed to, is a song that is one of those songs. That was one of those inside songs that I skated to, moved to, and then we did it out loud. Yeah. And that was... So magical. Scary and beautiful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Kara, you would be so proud of me. One of my favorite skate songs is a female rapper hey. it's mulatto you gave that one yeah. to me because i'm a rich ass bitch from, from the, the south, south. <laughs> yeah girl i love it love that. <laughs> anything That's that can good. hype you up or make yes. you move your shoulders those are my two yeah go-tos does anybody that. else have like skate songs that are like their jam we're trying to get mamia to get some skates yes but mommy Ooh. what would your skate song be Oh, that's a great question. Oof. Can't, oof. That's a lot of pressure. <laughs> There's a lot of pressure. Um, I think one of them would definitely be Electric Lady by Janelle Monae. That would probably be the oh, first classic one mommy. that I came to. <laughs> I think that's the theme song of my life. Mm-hmm. And September, oh, Earth, Wind, and Fire. I was going to oh, say some yeah. disco. I feel like yeah. you're yeah. a disco girl. Evelyn Champagne King. I could get mm-hmm. into that. Patrice Russian. Those are my girls. Sylvester, you make me feel is so bomb. So you make me feel. Yo, A bomb, thank you so much <laughs> yes. for joining us amazing. for this conversation on roller skating and talking to us about the history of it and forward movements for it. For our listeners at home, where can they find out more about you? Uh, you can follow me on Instagram. Abominatrix is the handle. A B O M I N. T-R-I-X, Abominatrix. And I'm also on YouTube by that same name. Yeah. (laughs) Everyone go check out all of her skate stuff. Sign up for all of her classes. And yeah, make sure to check out the skate visual that we co-directed to No Name Song 33. This has been surreal and beautiful and awesome. You guys are a talented group of people that I admire very much. So this is cool. Thank you. (laughs) Right back at you, sister. We love you. (laughs) All right. It's time for us to give some advice. But first, we're going to take a quick break. Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret. Pack your bags with just-arrived swim, cover-ups, corset tops, and other sexy silhouettes. When the sun goes down, opt for bold and blingy styles, like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy Push-Up Bra from the Very Sexy Collection, in on-trend hues like Black Shine, Green, and Citron. For a glam statement, pair them with your favorite jeans and bring the heat. 
because life is better in a bikini. Rewind to the future with the VS Archive Swim Collection inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. For endless out-of-office options, mix and match with Victoria's Secret's wide range of bikini tops and bottoms that offer you every type of coverage, from full to cheeky to minimal. And now, in this season's must-have shades and patterns, add the finishing touch with the limited-edition Bombshell Escape fragrance, a free-spirited take on the iconic Victoria's Secret scent. Dive into a vibrant blend of juicy guava, lush palms, and summer glow peony. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Don't forget to pack the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies for a post-errands pick-me-up. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Welcome back. Welcome back. It's time for us to give a lucky listener some advice. Mamia, what do you have for us today? Today's letter reads, Dear OOD, my roommate still thinks that COVID is a hoax. No. Oh, man. Mm-mm. And I need y'all help. I'm making him realize it's not, and that him saying it not only makes him look stupid, but makes me feel unsafe. Mm. The whole damn world is suffering. People have died, and he's all like, the government is trying to scare us. Should I move out or just mind my business or try to bring him to the light? It's hard in these streets. Please advise. COVID is no hoax. Oh, man. That is a tough one. (laughs) I don't think it's that tough. You just got to distance yourself from this Mm -hmm. person. But your kitchen, your kitchen. You're sharing spaces. It's you gotta go. Yeah, toilet. Because they probably you not gotta, using a mask. You gotta go. And mm-hmm. if they get it, then you gonna get it. So coughing on your forks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Not specific>. <laughs> I saw it. Um, yeah, COVID is no hoax. You're right. COVID is no hoax. And if somebody's messing around with their life and they wanna pull you into it, you need to remove yourself yes. from the situation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I believe. Because he's basically holding your hand as he's about to jump off the bridge, right? right. Let go of his hand. Yeah, right? <laughs> Don't let him drag you down. That sounds toxic. Yeah. I mean, and I know it's hard to find a new roommate in the middle of COVID, but uh, 
There are a lot of like, people trying to sublet right now. Yeah, there are and a lot of people. And there's probably someone who's looking for a really clean person. So maybe if you put that in your description and uh-huh. you're like super strict, like bleach every day, you'll find a match. Yep. Yeah, you don't want to get COVID on a humbug because your roommate didn't believe in it. That would be a horrible. Because you way were to trying die. to be too polite, right? And, and not say nothing, girl. Right. Yeah, girl, head, go ahead and tell him this is not working out, mm-hmm. and get yourself to somewhere safe. And also, this might be an opportunity for you to live alone. I mean, a lot of people are moving out. Is a lot of uh. Evictions happening, unfortunately. So, what? <laughs> Damn. I mean, <laughs> that is a reality. You know, I mean, it is real, but, <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, you could probably find a studio for much cheaper than what it used to be because. Oh. Yes. Okay. I hear what yeah. you're saying. I feel like we're kind of all saying the same thing. Yeah. I mean, this was an easy advice letter, girl. Right? Yeah. Don't play with your life. Mm-mm. Your well, literal life. This is literally life or death. Find somewhere new to live and right? quick. Mm. <laughs> and don't let them get mad and start coughing on your forks and knives. <gasps> oh, my God. <laughs> you, I just you just know never what know. Cough so right? Someone vindictive <laughs> as hell. Hey, I've heard stories, okay? Uh, um, yeah. Oh, this well, is hopefully so, she's yeah. not living with Petty LaBelle. I know. Petty LaBelle. <laughs> hopefully Love not. Petty, Petty LaBelle believes in COVID, I think. I bet so. you she does. <laughs> well, COVID right. is no hoax. Um, hope that helped. We think it should because that's the only answer, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> Unanimous. Yeah, yeah go ahead. <laughs> Skate away from that, that situation. Oh. Yeah. What? Yeah, y'all see what I did? Uh, yeah, no, I, I did. I did. I did. Oh. oh my gosh, you guys, today was so fun. Thank you to Abominatrix for coming. Yes. For mm-hmm. Yaz, Ashley, and Kira being skaters, sharing your experiences. Maybe one day I'll join yes. you on the light side. Um, we'll see, though. But um, <laughs> this is really fun. No, go, Mommy, go ahead and commit right now. Right? Go ahead and commit. All of, in front of all of our listeners. Commit to what? <laughs> um, I commit to... Committing to commit to skip. <laughs> a lot of commits in there. Committing to commit to learn. Oh, you're sounding like a politician. <laughs> I almost was a politician. Anyway, you guys, um, we appreciate you all tuning in. Please remember to share and review this podcast. It helps us figure out what you want to hear and what you love and all that. So thank you. Yes. And come hang with us on the socials at Obama's of the Daughters on Instagram, the Improv on Twitter, and on Facebook at Obama's of the Daughters. You might even catch us skating together. Uh-huh. And if you need some advice or you know someone who does, send your letters to us at oodpodcast at gmail.com. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Hey, hey, hey. You Down is a production of Shondaland Audio in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from Shondaland Audio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. 